Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on what's going to be a transitional day, I think, uh, weather-wise anyway. Not particularly great for yours truly when it comes to a, a new home that's not quite dried in yet, but oh well. It's all in the good Lord's plan, and it's okay. Here's what we're talking about this morning. You want to get in on the action. You know, it's really easy. You just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslmnews.org. And you know what I'll do? I'll do my best to read your emails on the air and certainly uh, take your phone calls as we talk about these issues of the day. What are those issues of the day? Well, did you see this story that Greg Kelly out of Newsmax is saying there's an audio tape coming that has incon incontrovertible, which means it cannot be countered evidence of Joe Biden's corruption, and it's going to be released in the coming weeks. And it'll force Biden to drop from the 2024 race. Now, folks, let, let's just back up for a second. Don't do this too early. And the reason that you don't want to do this too early is, is purely political. And I mean, it, it is as more and more evidence comes out, you want to wait a little bit. Now, now look, Timing-wise, this has everything to do, and, and we'll get into the city of Salem and save Salem. I've got a couple of great emails here. Uh, one from one of our regular listeners and attendees, Mark, and also from Barbara, another one of our attendees. They both attend regularly, both War Room and certainly the Political Coffee Clatches. All about saving Salem by forcibly deducting from your wallet $506 a year on average. Some of you make a lot more than that and include small businesses. Yeah. That Salem income tax, they, again, city council, arrogantly once again said nah we're not gonna we're not gonna resend it kudos to councillor councilwoman Julie Hoy for bringing it forward 
oh, and this let the people vote mantra that they're now saying, you know, you guys could have done that to begin with. But now, because you refuse to rescind it, as I said on yesterday's show, this is a huge tactical blunder on your part. Because now our side who opposes your income tax, our side gets to campaign and expose your wasteful spending and expose areas where it can be cut. And by the way, you can go to the city budget, folks. They have this tool that allows you to go look at the budget and make cuts yourself and restructure the budget. As I told you at the last political coffee clatch meeting, that this, uh, when, when Matt Wyatt out of Lebanon came and made this presentation, he exposed us to this tool and he used the tool to remove the $11 million deficit that city budget is claiming and actually produce a $3 million surplus. Now, friends, you can do that. And the more of you who do that by looking at the budget, again, this is all online. You can compare the city budget for what they want to spend now in 2024, because that's the budget we're working on. The 2023 budget they're in right now, you can compare it many years back. You can look again at specific areas, police and fire, parks, homeless services, and that's where you need to be concentrating, folks, because that appears to be the major area that Salem wants to hire 52 new people. You want to look at their previous budgets where money's moved around? So in other words, a budget that looks like it's underfunded right now, what did it look like last year? What did it look like the year before that? Did they shift money out of certain areas of the budget? Did they shift money out of various areas of the budget to make it look worse? You know, bureaucrats do that. Now, to those of you who work for the city of Salem or know someone who works for the city of Salem and you have specific examples of waste. I want you to feel confident that if you email me those examples and where to look in the city budget or specific examples in a particular area, maybe it's in parks, maybe it's in the homeless services. If you have specific examples, I want to hear it. We want to use them. Now, I don't care what your motivations are for doing it. Waste is waste. And if you're, say, a, a union member, and you're trying to do this over, say, the city and the city manager and the city council to make them look bad, so be it. If that helps you in your union negotiations, then so be it, because waste is waste. If unnecessary spending is unnecessary, we need to talk about it. It needs to be exposed. 
So I, I know I've engaged in, in a, a long soliloquy here about this, folks, but this is so important. You, and I'm and I'm going to share this with you in the next at the next rather political coffee clatch, which will be a week next Tuesday at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. I'm going to give you my presentation, which I did years ago, on how to become a budget detective. Now, we got some great information from Matt Wyatt as he looked at the budget. This, this information about this tool that is on the City of Salem uh, budget page, folks, that you can go ahead and make your own budget for the City of Salem and then submit it to the City of Salem. Now, what's cool about that is you can use that to persuade the persuadables. But we're going to get into the specific ways, the methodology and the process that you dive into the city budget. Now, we have time to do this and what needs to be done. We need to find those examples. This is why I'm asking you who have are Salem employees, City of Salem employees, those of you listening to my voice right now, if you know of waste or just unnecessary projects and spending, please tell me about it. And it's really easy. You just email me to at jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I will keep it 100% confidential. Nobody will know where it came from. I never, ever give up a government worker who does the right thing by spilling the beans on waste or fraud or just flat unnecessary spending, something that doesn't need to be done. And there's lots of it. You know it. So you City of Salem workers, I'm asking you specifically, or if you know someone, if somebody in your family is a City of Salem worker and they've told you with frustration about this. And I want to ask you to talk to them. This is important. And it's important not just to build the case, and we'll do that over time. Either we'll do it independently as a radio show in the political coffee clatch, or we'll do it with Oregon Business and Industry, which is the business group that is behind the repeal of this tax. Either we do it with them or we do it on our own. Either way, we're going to do it friends. This is incredibly important. Not just to repeal the tax, but again, I go back to permanent political realignment in the thinking of people who have been voting to for these big budgets, for the arrogant city council that says, no, nah, we're just going to do this. Even though 99% of the people testified they're against it, we're going to do it anyway. That permanent political realignment is a reality. And it's only a reality because we're going to get involved and you're going to be involved. And many of you already are. And I thank you for that. We need to take it now to the next level. We need to make the case to our friends and neighbors. With the specific examples of wasteful or unnecessary spending in the city of Salem. I'll get into a little bit more of that. There's other things going on out there and we just need to 
briefly touch on them. Yes, this audio tape that's supposed to be coming along that is absolute evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. We don't want to release it too fast. We want to release it strategically with, well, just the timing so that Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or whomever is going to be the next, it's going to be the Joe Biden replacement. It won't be Kamala. She's not winnable. Whoever that is, we want to strategically release that information so it is not only most damaging, but it makes it harder for the Democrats to replace Joe Biden on the ballot. Tucker Carlson, by the way, interviewed Viktor Orban on the Ukraine war. He says, we need peace immediately. Call back Trump. That's the only way out. Who is Viktor Orban? Well, he's the prime minister of Hungary. Now, Tucker's over there. Don't know if he's, we know that he's been negotiating to go have, sit down with Vlad Putin. We'll see if he does. We'll see. Lots to talk about today, and I really am just getting started, but I want to focus on the city of Salem and how you can be a part of it. Again, next Tuesday night, Political Coffee Clatch, I'll be showing you how to become a budget detective, give you the easy steps, and I'll give you the entire presentation by email. Back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. 1220. By the way, um, speaking of power, Power Honda is one of our sponsors. They're down in Albany. And they are, um, well, they're a great source of quality pre-owned certified vehicles. If you're looking for pre-owned certified vehicle. Their inventory changes every day. In fact, I'm looking at their website right now, which is mypowerhonda.com. Today, they have 919 vehicles available. New, new Hondas of all types. That's what you're looking for. Or pre-owned certified vehicles. And they have a large selection of those too. They're right off of the freeway in Albany. It's really easy to get there. And 
you can you can chat with they have a, a chat by the way if you go to mypowerhonda.com a chat window pops up today Jake is available right now or anytime that you hear this there's a chat there and you can ask without having to talk to anybody you can just ask about vehicles you can look at their inventory ask about a new one ask about pre-owned certified so check it out we thanks <clears throat> we have great confidence that you will be thankful and we're thankful that power honda is a specific show sponsor of political coffee so go to their website mypowerhonda.com mypowerhonda.com so um let's get back to the city of salem a state employee who shall never be named, one of many who not only listen to the show, but make contacts to me. Again, if you have knowledge as a public employee, specifically City of Salem employee, and you want to share something with me about wasteful or unnecessary spending, just email me to jeff at kslm.news or jeff at 1220.am. By the way, before I read you these emails, um, quick thing that you need to know. Right now, Oregon People's Vote is at the Oregon State Fair, and they need help in their booth. If you care about voter integrity, they need help just manning the booth. Now, Anna, who, of course... Oregon People's Vote shares the time, the two-hour time block that we have at the Political Coffee Clatch every other Tuesday evening at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. She is working overtime to man that booth. She needs help. So why don't you do this? Again, send me an email. If you're interested in, in spending a little bit of time just manning the booth at the Oregon State Fair, talking with people about voter integrity issues, getting people signed up, to be poll watchers and trained in the, in the upcoming elections. If you're interested in just manning the booth during the state fair, send me an email. And I'll send you Anna's phone number and you can correct, connect with her rather directly. Okay. It's Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. So, the state employee who shall never be named has excerpts from the Statesman Journal story, which I put on the, the show plan yesterday. Effort to repeal, this is the headline, effort to repeal the Salem payroll tax before the election fails. After hours, this is from the story. After hours of testimony and deliberation, the council voted to skip sending the issue to voters and instead opted to implement the, the, this themselves. Councilors Hoy, Vanessa Nordyke, Deanna Gwynn, and Jose Gonzalez voted against the payroll tax. This is the original vote. Mayor Chris Hoy and Councilors Virginia Stapleton, Linda Nishioka, Trevor Willems, and Mickey Varney voted in favor of it. Meanwhile, Stapleton has worked with residents and volunteer planning and budget committee members to start a Save Salem campaign to promote a yes vote on the measure. 
that they said would prevent cuts in critical city services. Stapleton said the group was created to show the community what is at stake if the city fails to address the nearly $30 million budget shortfall. Now let's stop here. Anything the city of Salem does specifically to advocate for a yes vote is illegal. You hear me? Under Oregon law, that's electioneering. They cannot do it. Now, if it's volunteers, that's different. And Councilwoman Stapleton can be a volunteer and be part of that. But the city of Salem cannot spend any of your tax dollars to advocate for or against the repeal vote in November. If they do, and that would include at this point, because it is qualified now for the ballot, informational messages about what the income tax does, that at this point qualifies in my mind and can be argued in court and needs to be that it is illegal under Oregon law to spend your money from in a new tax that takes your money. Think about it. There's more. We'll get into it on the other side. It's 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 23 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. The city by the way as i and and i'm going to get to art in a second uh because he's waited on the line here this is an important point to make from the statesman journal article according to the city a 15 million dollar reduction would be the equivalent of decreasing services by 65 police officers six fire stations or all park maintenance and the library services combined. 15 million. Six fire stations at $2.3 million each. That's a lie, folks. You need to know that right up front. Do the math. It says combined. So six fire stations at $2.3 million each, according to this statement, in my lightning quick mind is, what, $13 million? 65 police officers? See what they're trying to do here? Now, notice what's not in here. Nothing 
about the biggest expenditure that they want for all of the new 52 state employees. What is that? Community services, homeless services. Notice how that's not in here? Hmm. This is why we need your help in exposing the waste and unnecessary spending in the city of Salem. This excerpt also from the article, and we'll get Julie Hoy on at some point here. During deliberations Monday, the article said, Julie Hoy questioned whether there was even a deficit in the first place and said the tax was unnecessary. Let's let's try to dive into that with her at some point. Friends, my pillow is one of our new show sponsors. And as you know, they have the 20th anniversary celebration going on. 20th anniversary of my pillow. You know I've been sleeping on their pillows for about 12, maybe 13 years now. I've been a long time fan of the product line at my pillow. I've been raving about how and I mean it, folks, these towels are unlike any towels I've ever, ever used or ever had. And frankly, I'm going to tell you that you will, if you bought any of their towels, you're, you're going to experience the same thing. Incredible towels. Time after time, you launder them, they're still soft and they still absorb massive amounts of water, far beyond any other pill, any other towels that I've ever used. They're 50% off right now. They're back in stock. They, we ran them out of stock because we sold so many. of them. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. They also now have that same material in kitchen towels. Super absorbent, super soft. So again, if you want to support what Mike Lindell's doing and the employees at MyPillow, if you want to support this radio show and this radio station, Go to MyPillow and use the discount code PC23. That's PC for political coffee. It's our initials. PC23. And you will get huge discounts on all of their product lines. Their slippers. I'll get into more about that as we go along. Their bedding. These Giza Dream Sheets are unbelievable. So go to MyPillow.com. Use the discount code PC23. And thank you to those of you who have. Christmas is coming up. There's in, do like I did last year. I, I did. I bought a lot of products from Mike Lindell. And I gave him away his Christmas gifts. And people were very grateful for him. You can call 800-725-5298 directly. Talk to somebody directly. And that is a special line for this radio show. 800-725-5298. Nine eight. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Thanks for the plug for the booth. Anna will. I remembered. <laughs> well, and see, I was going to call you instead of text you because I kind of wanted it to be towards the end of the show because that's when more people are listening. So that was my intention. But great, great job on that. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But the main reason I called. Uh, about the city issue is, hey, if we need money for police, for fire, 
then the city council needs to do the appropriate way to resolve that problem. And, and that's to do uh, a bond. You and I both know how politics work. And if you want money for specific issues, you do a bond measure. And I'll tell you, Jeff, I have never voted no on a bond issue for police or fire because we need those two entities uh, to keep our city safe. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And it costs money to have police and fire protection. But we all know this is a false narrative of the woke city council people to address the homeless situation and giving them housing, uh, you know, through our city tax dollars isn't going to resolve the problem. It just isn't going to do it because these people are drug addicts, they're alcoholics, uh, they're dysfunctional people, and providing them with housing is just going to empower them to continue their inappropriate hair, uh, uh, behavior. And so we need to really slam these woke council people who are trying to do things the easy way instead of doing it the appropriate way and doing bonds for our city and our police. And that's how we, of course, say, hey, people, don't threaten us. Do the appropriate way to do funding and we, as citizens of the city of Salem, will support it. And I don't think anybody that works in Salem would not uh, support something like that. Because our streets are screwed up, Jeff. It's dangerous. And you address the issue uh, in the appropriate way. Period. Period. And one more thing. Uh, Anna has T-shirts for sale to make money uh, for the organization, which I volunteer yeah, for. People's vote. Yeah. Yes. And 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 the T-shirts say one person, one vote. And we're doing that to raise money to protect everybody's right. On the voting thing, one person, one vote. And so I would encourage people also, if you're not going to volunteer, to stop by the booth and pick up a T-shirt. Because, hey, it's all about in voter, voter integrity, Jeff. You and I both know it. And voter education. And you cannot rely on the mainstream news media to do any serious voter education. By the way, where is the booth inside um, the fairgrounds? I believe it's in the Dundee Long Building. Okay. The Donald E. Long building, uh, okay. you know, the first building when you come in uh, on the 17th Street side. Yeah. Okay. So, friends, if you want to help in the Oregon People's Vote booth, if you care about election integrity, please send me an email. And God I will bless, forward. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put you in contact with Anna. You can call Anna and you can get scheduled. She needs help. Truly needs help. Can't do it by herself. Art, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You know, it 
a bond issue is is typically for building buildings like fire stations, police stations, a radio or excuse me, a um, operating levy is different. And an operating levy is something that like, for instance, here at Lynn County, we have a sheriff's levy that is over and above the county budget. And we get to vote on it every, I think it's every four years. And that gives the sheriff's department extra money to operate and, and to do what they need to do. So it's an operating levy. Bond issues are, are typically for the you know permanent construction of, of buildings, you know, whether it's again police, fire stations, that kind of thing. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news if you want to help Anna or if you're a City of Salem employee or if you know somebody is and you know of specific examples of waste. When I come back, Doug's got an email about Florida gas that is contaminated with water and Maui, all of that. And Lori Chavez Dreamer. Has introduced legislation to kill tolling of federal highways in Oregon permanently. Good for her. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Barbara's got a great email about the city ordinance vote. Uh, just to remind you that we have rain coming tomorrow. And we're going to have cooler temperatures. I mean, the yo-yo of hot, cold has begun. Yeah, we typically get that in the fall, right? Well, fall's coming early, it seems. And if your air conditioning or your HVAC system just is not functioning right, and you know it because you're not comfortable. Give Freedom Heating and Air a call. You know what they'll do? They'll get out to your home or your business right away. It's just one of many great things they do. One of the benefits that you get in doing business with this great local company that's been here for 50 years is that they not only get out to you right away, but they're very affordable. You can figure all of that out if you go to their website, look at freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Or give them a call, 503-580-1456. Barbara writes regarding the city ordinance vote. She said, I've watched most of the Monday city council meeting because there were many references to the referendum effort as let the people vote. Councilors were able to take the position that they should allow people the right to vote rather than repeal the ordinance. One councilor said that an individual had said that they supported the referendum to allow people to vote, but supported 
the ordinance. Had Moore characterized the referendum as repeal the ordinance, councillors would not have been able to have taken the position of let the people vote. It's very confusing, at least in my view. Julie, Julie Hoy, did an excellent job in presenting specific reasons challenging that there is a budget crisis. Now, I need a summation of those reasons, Barbara. If you can get them from Julie, we'll try to get Julie on the phone. If you can get them from Julie, that'd be fantastic. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. Morning, brother. So, going with your lead, since you're on the right track, how many millions of dollars are 60-some officers? Well, um, I would bet you that their total cost of employment uh, is probably close to somewhere, I'm just guessing, Rich, somewhere between eighty dollars and $100,000 a year. So, you know, if well, it's a hundred thousand a year, thing, wouldn't that be go, like you, you have to do? You have to give them a uniform, or get uniforms. You have to have cars and everything else. So it's probably more than that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's I, true. Probably what more. was uh, what was the old number? Wasn't it a hundred and some thousand per person when you hire them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with, so uh, so with right benefits. there, if you took a hundred thousand times what sixty five. You're talking some serious money. Well, so, and then you add in cars, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So you're. I, I was doing some quick numbers, and I was figuring closer to eighteen million dollars for the sixty-five officer. So, so their, if, their math, if the budget their math deficit, isn't working on purpose. Well, of course. I mean, they always do this, right? Yeah. Well, it's a good con job. Well, we're going to close the libraries. Well, I suggest why don't they close the city council? <laughs> well, we can't do that. They're elected. <laughs> They're elected to serve the people. No, they don't serve anybody but themselves. So what do you think about this tool uh, that's on the city's budget? website that allows you to reconfigure uh, us, the average citizen, to reconfigure the city budget. Matt Wyatt did that. He took the $11 million supposed deficit to a $3 million surplus just by knocking what he considered would be unnecessary spending, knocking it out of the budget. What do you think about this? Should people try to do that? Well, I think that's a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. The other thing, too, is... Uh, how much are the uh, managers being paid? If they're like the state, they're getting paid exorbitant amounts. These committee people that they are, these uh, people they come up with, well, there's lots of money for them to uh, cut that they don't have to do what they're doing, except they just want the money. And like you absolutely said, absolutely right. And like you said, you had that, that one man that was on. Uh, they can't prove the way they want to do it. It's going to be successful with public. So I think I'm going to try to get him to join us at the next political coffee clash. If if, if I can get him, because he's he's working, 
in Central Oregon. He's working in Las Vegas, Nevada, because he's been very successful at taking existing funds and working himself out of a job. City services for homeless in Gresham was out of control and highly ineffective. They had over 750 homeless people. In a year, he took it down to about 19 people. Yeah. Are you aware of the survey that's going on on the phone about uh, Major 110? No, I'm not. I haven't heard about that. There's a group forum that I read that is trying to make changes to it. What, what are they saying about well, 110? Well, my son-in-law got called, and he basically told them to get rid of 110. And he was surprised that they uh, are actually had a survey out to something. So either the liberals are starting to worry about their positions, or I should say positions, uh, or something, because someone's starting to get really concerned about how 110 is doing something, doing stuff to us. Well, it goes back to homelessness. You're absolutely right. Thank you, uh, Rich. Great point. I'm glad that they're out polling it. And folks, if you get a call, participate in it. Tell them what you think. Now, if the, if the Democrats and the left, the Marxists, are worried about the homeless issue as related to Measure 110, drug abuse, out of control, they're also worried about tolling. That's why there, there's two stories on OregonWatchdog.com. One is about Lori Chavez de Reamer introducing the No Tolls on Oregon Roads Act. It is permanently stopping tolling of federal highways in Oregon. Also, Representative Reschke of the legislature, conservative, has another piece on that in the Oregon Catalyst. And in it, he talks about how it's going to be an invasion of your privacy. Why? Not because you're going to go through a toll booth and hand out cash. But they're going to track you, folks. Yes, they're going to track you. That's an invasion. Privacy. I completely agree. Uh, it is booth 235 in the Jackman Long Building. Thank you, Nancy, if you want to help Oregon people's vote. Uh, and she said, I volunteered Friday and had a blast. Learned about the forms to tally votes from Janice. Yeah, tolling is only about federal highways, but folks, they will. The state of Oregon will extend it to state highways. You know they will. That's why we got to kill it. Kill it now. See you tomorrow, folks.